it up to the leader of the interdimensional vampires, the satanic globalist pedophile cults. They commit crimes against humanity to prove their credit with the aliens. Wolfie's mom was talking about this. You understand this is what's going on. You believe Wolfie's mom is on the right track. She is one of the brightest people that I have heard on your show this morning. And I must say, if you read Infowars.com front to back every day, it is better than a college education. Start, you right? need to join the Infowar. Become an Infowarrior. You think that you're because you're with the chalet. You think you're going to be with the Kissingers and the Reagans and the Nixons and the Bushes. Let me tell you something. They're going to march your ass right into a FEMA camp. The reptilian <laughs> elite feed on the blood of lower hominids. These people are out of hell. And I'm not going to put up with their crap anymore. Infowars.com. So what you're saying, let me get this right, because you you represent, uh, you know, this other side of information. You're saying Melinda Gates was actually suffering from Stockholm Syndrome, and she finally got away from the evil warlord Bill Gates. Is that correct? The evil known villain. Uh, Hold on one second. Howard, I'm getting a knock at my door. Let's see who is it. Come in. It is I, reptilian bachelor Bill Gates. <laughs> oh, my God, Bill Gates. Let me, let me ask you something. I really want to have a serious interview. Gates, this has got to be hard for you. You're getting divorced. Tell us all, what was the breaking point in your marriage with Melinda? Melinda always complained that I left crumbs after my baby feast. Well, we do know he eats babies. We know that. Hey, hey, Gates, I got to say, you know, it's going to be hard for you to date. I mean, when you're eliminating all of humanity, how are you even going to date? I will slaughter all of civilization except Kaya Gerber. She will be queen of the scorched earth. All right, Kaya Gates, Gerber. Well, uh, <laughs> sounds like Kaya Gerber, right? All Kaya Gerber. Gates, all hail. All right. Well, enough out of you, Gates. Well, let me tell you something. If you need a quick meal in your new bachelor pad, you need Liberty Food Buckets. This is high-performance powdered survival food. You got powdered lasagna, powdered burgers, powdered chicken fingers, made with the finest ingredients, loaded with baby powder, loaded with sawdust. This stuff's going to fill you up good. 40% off with promo code FelonFauciInfoWars.com. Well, let Infowars.com. I'm, I'm thinking about it. It's blowing my mind. This was a show within a show within a show. I have a show going on. You came on with your show, and then you put on another show with Bill Gates. So this is Yeah, amazing. he was knocking at our door, and then somebody right. knocked at his door. Right. Wait, I'm hearing imaginary knocks on the door right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen up. I just started. We're doing a 12-hour emergency broadcast today at InfoWars.com. And I must say, if you are a female demon, lizard woman, or Plum Island creature, send in your submission for the Bill Gates dating game, which we will be doing on the show next month. You can get the hottest Satanist bachelor on the globalist market. Join us, InfoWars.com. Is part of you jealous? I mean, Bill Gates is going to be a bachelor. He's probably going to be dating uh, Kaya Gerber and other uh, beauties. Am, am I correct? Part of you, I think, is a little bit jealous of Bill Gates. Listen, I am not jealous. Let me tell you something. Me and my wife, we, we got it pretty good. What we were doing this, I'm not getting going to get into the details. I do a family show, but what we were doing this morning, <laughs> trust, trust me, we're getting pretty busy over there. But Bill Gates, you know, it's it's all in State Department Memorandum 200. The man wants to depopulate the planet. He's a eugenicist. I don't care what he's got going on. We know it is evil what he's up to. He was handed the baton by Henry Rockefeller. He has pushed the global government. He wants total tyranny. His father actually was good friends with Hitler. I don't know if you know this. His father ran the eugenics <laughs> bases in New York. 
Uh, let me ask you, is it hard for you to sleep at night with all you know? I mean, you, you hear, hear you're saying uh, Rockefeller handed off to Gates. Uh, Gates's father was uh, into eugenics with Hitler. I mean, you, you, it must be hard for you to calm down, to sleep at night. It must be How difficult. Do you sleep? With yeah. all that going well, on. it's not hard when you have alpha male sleep fusion that you take every night filled with vitamin X. It's very good for you. So that's how I get to bed every night. But listen, I am up every night when I don't take the fusion because I'm just imagining the Satanists that want to cut our arms and legs off. Now they're going to externalize the NSA spy system into big tech. You, you got to understand that people look at this. You got to see the interdimensional vampire. You know, Prince Charles lives in Dracula's castle with 900 homeless boys. <laughs> with 900 homeless boys. 900, and he goes, oh, I live in the castle with the little boys. He's the heir of the throne of the dra- They're all you know, up there. You know, part of, I think, Alistair your appeal Crow. is you, you talk so fast, it's hard to even comprehend what you're saying. I mean, you, these accusations are just flying out of your mouth, left and right. How I mean, come it's, it's taking so long for the globalists to, to, you know, get rid of the population? Listen, it's a lot of facts, but you got people like the guy with the napkin in his asshole today. You got the woman who was on your show. People are slowly getting the facts. They're understanding this. They understand that you know, these cultures used to eat children on top of pyramids as a sacrifice to a deity. Look at the Babylonians, the Mesoamericans, the Germans. It's all out there. The Satanists yeah. take drugs because they want to end the veil. They eat children for the interdimensional pain. Then the aliens hand over the inventions. That's how we got the wheel. That's how we got the television. That's how we got the iPhone. They feed off dark energy. Right, Bill Gates? What, what, what? All hail Bill Gates. Yes. I have to tell you, uh, it, it must be on a personal level, mind-blowing living your life. I mean... You got that voice, the power in your voice and the yelling and the, and the carrying on. Do you ever just sit down and relax? Like I like sometimes just to take it easy, I'll watch American Idol just so I can just be brainless, thoughtless. You know what I mean? I, I want I want frivolity in my life. It's it seems to me your How life you is escape? so heavy. Is that what you're asking? Yes. You know, I do love to sit down at the end of the day after it is a busy day. We have a busy schedule in InfoWars. We got the product line. We got all the different shows on the network. And I like to sit down and read the State Department memorandums. I'm up to 797 <laughs> and I'm doing 798 later. <laughs> well, You're dedicated, I got to tell you. It's just uh, so calming to me to read yeah. what Fauci's doing, what Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, and the global governments are doing, whatever Rockefeller. The plan that they've had this whole time the world's doctors. Oh, we're the world's doctors. Trust me. We know exactly what you are. You are the globalist gang. They're so big, so corporate, these psychologists. They don't understand. The spirit of 1776 is reborn, and it is so fantastical. We will sir, we will win the info war. Infowars.com. Infowars.com. Do you ever have a margarita on the beach? I mean, just fucking <laughs> chill out. I mean, it's uh, to me, it would be so great for you just to relax, maybe smoke a joint, do something. I don't know. It's just uh, intense, your world. It really is. Listen, I like a little good whiskey. We got some good whiskey here in Austin. I sit down, have a little bit of bluebell ice cream. I love, I love all of those kind of things. Yeah. Right. They help it get right. together, but the all core right. goal is taking down the mega banks, taking down the powerful elites, taking down the prime controllers, taking down the grays. You know that CIA director uh, Brennan years ago he used to say, "We are controlling the weather." He actually admitted to controlling the weather. He re- admitted <laughs> to the harp system. He said that they're doing this. They're pushing the clouds on top of us. They're making it rain. They're making it snow. They did it in Texas recently. And this is what they do. That's why, you know, I look at some people. I look at Teddy Roosevelt, for example. That man, the man's my hero. Because, you know, listen, he was an elitist, right? But he wanted to empower people. He made the great national parks. He pissed off the Fed. 
want to break up the big banks and the monopolies. And that's the kind of man that I look to, I aspire to, not these chicken neck perverts who want to sterilize the population and put the human braided glow rope and the cloning programs, these globalist <laughs> Democrat Nazis. All right. All right. All right. Listen. Alex, we got to go because I have my own commercials and own show to run. I can't run your yeah, show you while got your I'm own doing this show. Products to push. All right, All right Alex, I gotta go thank- take a fish. I'll be back right after these words. <laughs> I like how he dances like how Bill Gates is dancing. <laughs> <laughs> it. Bill Gates right. is getting into it. I want to well, thank Zip Recruiter. Oh, geez. I just I want to know what kind of bachelor Bill Gates is going to be. I don't know. That's that's you heard what uh, Alex said. He's going to be fucking. Um, he's going to try and date Kaya Gerber. For God's <laughs> sake, that poor girl. Coming at you, Christina Aguilera. Every day is so I like when she sings. She does this thing where she holds the microphone and then she like her fingers move on the microphone. Do you ever notice that? She like I'm like she's playing a, a flute. Follower, yeah. Oh, I am. I watch everything she does. That's how I spend most of my hours. Oh, but she when she sings, she like moves her fingers on the microphone. On the microphone. Huh? Yeah. Like it's a like, flute. Like she's playing. Yeah. Flutes? Like it's a flute. Huh. I'll have to look for that. I don't like it. I, I I I like when singers hold the microphone without moving their fingers. <laughs> well, she, to me, it's that her, it, that's her version of what Mariah Carey used to do, where she would be directing herself like she was a conductor, and if yeah. you know the way she moved her hand mimicked how she used her voice. I like the Beatles. They just sing into the microphone. They just sang, yeah. <laughs> Although I think the Beatles invented that thing where. Guys, two guys share one microphone. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The Everly Brothers used to do that. Did they? Yeah. I always laugh at that because, like, I don't know what that is. It's like um, sometimes I go, like, like, I'll watch Bruce Springsteen, and he was, like, on stage with somebody, and then that person came over and shared the microphone with him. I was watching a video the other night, and I was like, oh, my God, I hope they both have really good breath. Like, I know. I think that every time too, because they're really yeah. belting it out. Yeah. And you're gonna smell whatever's coming out. Ugh. I don't. If I get in a rock band, I don't want to share my mic with anyone. I just <laughs> want them to go on their own. But that seems like they, you know, like a love affair. Like they want yeah. to do that. They want to have that moment where they're sharing the microphone. And I know they're smelling each other's breath. <laughs> like who was I watching? Like I don't know. It was like. Some charity thing, and two big names were sharing that. Like all of a sudden, they were harmonizing with each yeah. other. And I'm hoping that COVID's going to change all that. No more mic sharing. Well, I don't know because didn't they have a big concert out in LA a few days ago? Because they were talking about it on, I think it was Inside Edition last night. And J-Lo standing there with her mother holding hands and singing and sharing the <laughs> microphone with her. Yeah. And I'm like, where are these people? And then they showed the audience. And most of them were wearing, wearing masks, but everybody was supposed to have been vaccinated. So some people weren't wearing masks. I was like, here we go. It's like sometimes like when I watch Springsteen, looks like Springsteen and little Steven are going to kiss. Like they're yeah. almost kissing. Because Stephen makes himself littler, you know, to get yeah. next to Bruce. And so he's usually looking up at Bruce like he loves it while he sings. Yeah. It's very um, homoerotic. 
It is homoerotic. Yes. I'll give you that. Yeah. And uh, and sometimes I say to myself, those guys can't afford their own microphone? I mean, they're pretty wealthy people. Well, Stephen leaves his mic. And comes I know, over to come over to Bruce's mic. And it's like, you know, <laughs> if I'm Bruce, I'm like, you know, dude, I don't want to smell you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I wouldn't want that. My band, everyone will sing on their own mic. Like, get the fuck off my mic. Like, I know I have a band like Fred all of a sudden. He's going to come over and try and, you know, harmonize something. I'm like, dude, you could do that over there. It's the you same want. as when you harmonize on this mic do. over yeah. there. You know, you probably had a, a day of coffee and <laughs> and I want to smell that. Imagine like Mick Jagger would. He never does that. He doesn't want to smell Keith Richards breath. No, after I've never seen them share a mic. No. I saw that um, Ronnie Wood of the Stones. He's battling cancer for a second time. Of course, lung cancer. Oh. Yeah, I saw that in, oh. in some feed. You know what's really fucked up? And... uh I mean, I've had Matthew McConaughey on the show. I find him delightful. I, I mean, I think it's great yeah. when he comes on. The guy's just really open and honest. And uh, But uh, Matthew McConaughey is now, he's not officially running for governor of Texas, but he's kind of playing with the idea. And, 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 and it says here in a poll that 45% of Texans would vote for him compared to 33% for Governor Greg Abbott. And 22% for some unknown person. So for it seems that people would vote for Matthew McConaughey because he's famous. Because you don't know what the fuck Matthew McConaughey Well, means. he could hardly do worse than the people who are already there. I don't know. I'm still one of those guys. Call me old-fashioned. You got to do a little bit of public service before you get an important job like the governor. Like, like this guy, The Rock. You know, lovely guy. I've met him. Um, the most non-controversial human being you'll ever meet. Like he, he, he's, he, he conducts his career like he's running for office and he's smart about it. He's like, I want everyone to go see my movies. I, I don't want to ever let you know whether I'm conservative, if I'm liberal. I just don't want you to know anything about me other than I'm a great guy and I got big. The Rock fucking... said that? No, but I see how he conducts his career. We had him on enough. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's an approach to life, which I believe movie stars should have. You want to bring as many people into that theater as possible. But all of a sudden, Rock's been saying, you know, uh, some idiot out there said, you know, gee, The Rock should run for president. And now The Rock, rather than saying, listen, I'm a big dummy. <laughs> I was a wrestler and I, I take a lot of I took a lot of juice. I, I assume he did. I mean, don't you? His head's three well, times smaller than the rest of them. The Samoans and, do get big. <laughs> okay, maybe he's a natural. I don't know, but <laughs> but he's literally what his name implies. He's he's a rock. He has no <laughs> thoughts, and you know he's a lovely guy. I got nothing against him, but like all of a sudden he goes, well, they say to him, people want you to run for president. So instead of saying, listen, I'm, I'm a shithead, he goes, <laughs> well, if that's what the people want, I'll consider it. Like there's going to be this huge up uproar for another president who was you know born on tv now we we tried that it, it just didn't look great i'm, I'm sorry to no half the people in the country thought it was working really well yeah well <laughs> thank god the other half was a little bit more of a half because <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I, ne I never saw the complete disruption of our of, of world affairs like like i saw under that presidency 
and the complete corruption. I mean, it just was staggering that most of the people working in the administration ended up in jail. Or or getting kicked out or I mean, it was just mind. It's in. But you know what it is with these guys, especially people in show business. They don't understand that once you run for office, you actually have to give an opinion. So if you're the rock and everyone loves the rock because like people who are in the military assume the rock is pro military. The people who are in the police force believe the rock is a law and order guy. The people who are Trumpies believe the rock really secretly loves Trump. The people who are liberals go, you know what? The rock's with us. As soon as this big flunkhead has to answer a question where they go, rock, how do you feel about abortion rights? And then he's like, uh, 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 um, I'm for it. Oh, oops. <laughs> Suddenly people don't love the rock. Same with Matthew McConaughey. You can't figure out what the fuck this guy's talking about. I've interviewed Matthew. He's a brilliant actor, bright guy and everything, but you don't know where he stands on any issues. You don't even know. They've never said to Matthew McConaughey, Matthew, where do you stand on school shootings and gun control? As soon as he has to answer that, half the text is going to take him and throw him out a window. <laughs> you know, Rock, what should we do about the situation in the Baltic? The what? The who? <laughs> the Baltic? I mean, I've heard of getting ticks on your balls, but rarely. Are you asking me that because I'm bald? <laughs> yeah. Are you making fun of me? <laughs> what do you expect me to know everything? <laughs> the Rock has a great life. Oh, Matthew McConaughey is listening. I didn't know. Oh, yes. Don't you hear the knock on my door? <laughs> All right, Matthew, come in real real quick. Let hey, me, let me hey, you. Howard. How Ooh. are you, pal? Hey. Oh, I'm good. Matthew. I just came back from a run. <laughs> I was chasing a cougar through my backyard. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I got to protect those chickens. How you doing, Matthew? Now? Matthew, let me let me make a point, and you know I like you very much, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. We love each other. We're brothers, man. Soul brothers. Come on. <laughs> you know I would love to come hang out with you in Texas, and I don't know, play chess with Willie Nelson or something. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Drink a couple. Uh, what is that? That wild turkey bourbon. <laughs> Yeah. Well, if, I, if my doctor would let me drink again, yes, I would love to do that. Hey, the doctor doesn't have to know everything, right? Or just a little sip, a little yawn, a little sleepy. Come on. So are you really, I mean, I know you haven't declared to be governor, but you're not really thinking of that, are you? Listen, Howard, I'd be a fool not to consider it. You know, I would say as far as running, I'm not until I am. <laughs> You understand, though, if I was to treat you like a politician and ask you your opinion on things, you got to be clear. Okay, here. What do you think of abortion rights? Listen, Howard, you know, those are those are tough issues. Those are sincere, yes. real questions. And people ask me that. And they also ask, are you Republican? Are you Democrat? Right. Are you right. left? Are you right? Well, I wobble, Howard. I'm towards the middle. Central McConaughey. Yeah, but you you got to understand something. Once you start running, you're going to be in a debate. Where where do you stand? Where do you stand on gun control? Well, gun control is for the one who has the gun. 
right? If you have the gun, then the gun's on you. If you don't have the gun on you, then you don't have the gun. Right. Oh, boy. But that, yeah, you see what I'm saying? I mean, people are going to want you. Do you, do you support health care, nationalized health care? Howard, we're all going to be dust in a thousand years, but the earth is still going to be spinning. I got to yes. pack a lot of living into our brief time on this big blue marble. You know what I doubt? You know what I say, man? <laughs> if I was you, all I'd want to do is just fuck all day, eat great food, man, make movies. What was that movie you made? What was that famous movie where Dallas, Texas Buyers Club? Yeah, it was so good in that. What are you mm -hmm. fucking around with politics for, well, pal? Let me tell you, I've won awards. I've got three kids, a beautiful wife, but it's time for change. You know, it's time to get rid of the filters. Make my life my favorite movie. Live my favorite character. Me. <laughs> Governor McConaughey. And what do you feel? What, what if they say to you in a debate, hey, Governor McConaughey, what do you think about transgender athletes in sports? What are you going to say? You got to give an answer. Well, you got to follow the mellow brick road, Tin Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, no, what you're gonna on. say that's, is that really what you're gonna say <laughs> well what about infrastructure you know. what about an infrastructure plan do you have a plan well you got to flow through life and if you get stuck you just whip out a paddle and change the flow start paddling so in other words you have a philosophy that uh, applies and all what about the crisis at the border that's a big issue in texas well the See? early bird gets the worm but the early right. worm gets to watch the sunrise. And, uh, right. Okay. Don't oh, ride over that fence. <laughs> See what I mean? It's not easy. I don't think you can get elected like this. Oh, no, all right. Listen, well. Let me tell you something. Right now, Texas had a huge, huge issue with that blizzard. You remember that blizzard? Yes, yes, yes. People, yes. they handled it incorrectly. Mother Nature does not give us more than we can handle. We get a flood, you ride that wave. Power outage, let's have a bonfire. Heat wave, take your shirts off. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, I, I don't want to be disrespectful. I mean, right. They might elect you over there, but I'm just saying you're looking for trouble. All right. Uh, thank you, Matt, uh, uh, Governor. Thank you. Uh, well, well, hold on a second, Howard. You know, if you read my book, Green Lights, it's all about catching green lights and learning how to turn yellow lights and red lights into green lights. Opportunities going, moving forward, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, I had a wet dream. And you know, right. whenever I dream and it's wet, I cream my pants. I got to follow through with that dream, Howard. All right. Well, uh, there you go. If, I dreamt you, I came on yeah. here, Howard. Yeah. I had a dream and I taught you to yodel. That was that my was dream. dream. I have to fulfill it or I am not leaving, Howard. You love well, swimming, <laughs> right? I love swimming. And I'm so, yeah. calling you. Yodel with me, Howard. Come on, let it out. Breathe uh, in the peace. I breathe feel, out I, the negativity. I feel silly. I wanted to talk to you about running for governor, but <laughs> oh, I feel come on, silly. Howard, let All it right. out. You got too much negativity in there, man. You gotta right. what, what what is the line again? I'm supposed to sing? Just a standard yodel. Yodel hee hoo. Yodel hee Yes, <laughs> I do. I feel better. I feel yeah, better. You feel great. Yeah. It's a five-century-old technique. All oh, of Texas will be yodeling for Matthew McConaughey. Oh. Yodeling. <laughs>
All right, pal. Thanks. All right. There you go. You woke I, up I all my dogs, up. Howard. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you. There he is. Uh, all right. Take care. All right. All right. Bye, Matthew. Thank you. Thank you oh, Matthew. Governor. Governor. <laughs> so when you're going to have Governor uh, McConaughey, Governor Caitlyn Jenner, right? Yeah. And you'll have and President, President Rock. Rock. President The Rock. It's The Rock, right? <laughs> the Rock and what, Johnson. And by the way, President The, the Rock Johnson. And you know what's great? The arrogance of The Rock. Like He's like, you know what? I'm kind of a bigger box office star than everyone else, so I'm just going to go straight to president. I don't even have to be a governor. <laughs> like That's the arrogance. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm running for president because I have a bigger box office. Because than I'm other. a movie star. <laughs> right. If I was a television star, I'd have to be a governor. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. It's nuts. What's going on out there? Yeah, I'm just going to skip straight to president. I'm... My box office is billions. <laughs> you know, I, Schwarzenegger had to be a governor because he was a foreigner. And, and I don't know, Clint Eastwood started out as a mayor of a small town. You know, but fuck them. I'm going to be president. You know. God knows what's going to go in Congress. It's going to look like the like the, the dais at a Comedy Central roast. It, it'll be like a reality te- television show. Yeah. All those reality nudniks will be in Congress. Senator Olivia Jade. <laughs> <laughs> Drop out. Uh, yeah. Anyway, where was I? I see. Um, oh, okay. Here we go. The fans have written in. Um, big topic yesterday was Chris Wilding's ass problems. Uh, On Monday, yes. Chris. Yes, yesterday, Chris Wilding shared a story about his itchy asshole. The fans flooded our fan feedback with their diagnoses and their home remedy treatments. I was just listening to Chris talk about his itchy ass. It could be anal warts. Itchiness is a symptom. A doctor should be able to take one look and know right away. That was one diagnosis. Uh, Chris has a yeast infection. I had that painful ring in my anus as well. Putting cream on it just makes it worse. He needs to sprinkle an antifungal powder on it. The powder will dry it out and rebalance the good and bad bacteria in his anus. Everyone is like a doctor. In oh, yeah. Brain. Everybody knows what he has. Is Chris Wilding crazy? When it comes to wiping, his fingers should be in and out of there quickly. Also, tell Chris to get anti-monkey butt powder. It works wonders. What? It's a real thing. Anti-monkey butt powder is an anti-chafing powder that claims to fight friction and absorb sweat. Anti-monkey butt powder. Never heard of it. Sounds bad, but maybe it's good. But anyway, America is debating Chris's anus. Uh, People also saw the irony in the fact that Chris was goofing on ass napkin heads, worms, and his itchy asshole, and now Chris has an itchy asshole. (laughs) It's pretty damn funny that Karma has turned Chris Wilding into ass napkin Chris. He'll be grabbing for that anal toothbrush soon enough. Here's hoping his call as Dryer Lisa on Monday dries out his asshole for him. Oh, by the way, speaking of Dry Lisa who called in, people are really fascinated with Dry Lisa. Oh, yeah? Yes. On um, yesterday's show, we heard from Dry Lisa. By the way, I saw a picture of Dry Lisa. Boy, did it shock the fuck out of me. What did you see? I saw a good-looking woman. You said, I wonder if she, I bet she's good-looking. And she is? She's sexy. 
nice uh, body, you know, in her fifties, but really kind of maybe it was. I, I mean, I was shocked. I was expe- I don't know what I was expecting. Sometimes when you hear people's voices, you conjure. Yeah. Listen, I'm. But she was attractive. It was confusing. I was expecting her not to be. But um, you said on the show, I wonder if she's good looking. I wonder if she's hot. Dry Lisa made me wet. <laughs> I, I was like, would I fuck Dry Lisa? And I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> she's a she's a ten in the in the dry vagina community. I I'm wonder if she'd get wet for you. Now I that doubt she it. knows you are turned on. Maybe because I'm famous, she might. Sometimes yeah. that works. Yeah. You close your eyes and just think of my fame. Sometimes you can Well, instead wet. of talking to her husband, she calls in to talk to you. Right. Uh, Dry Lisa is so entertaining to listen to, even though she is married. I think Howard should set her up with Medicated Pete. Oh, I have to talk about <laughs> Medicated Pete. Don't let me end this show without talking okay. about him. Medicated Pete. Yeah, I'm sure she'd be aroused by Pete's huge dick. Her husband doesn't seem too interested in having sex with her anyway. I don't know that Medicated Pete could get her, honestly. I mean, after seeing what she yeah, looks like. Yeah, she's too good looking for Medicated mm-hmm. Pete. Robin was right with Dry Lisa and being aroused. It all is about what's in your head and who you're with. One fan had an interesting observation about Dry Lisa's vocal delivery. I'm almost certain that Dry Lisa is none other than Penny Marshall reincarnated. <laughs> I actually did a, a side-by-side if you want to hear that. When, well, oh. Here's Dry Lisa, and then I'll play you Penny Marshall. Bobo Head was on the phone, and Bobo Head was talking about Peter Luger. And, and I don't know Bobo Head, so... <laughs> I'm just all right. Here's here is the late uh, Penny Marshall. It, I was named after Carol Lombard, so it's Carol with an E because my mother loved her. And uh, so they never told me my name was Penny. And the reason they said my name was Penny was because my brother and sister wanted a horse. <laughs> they- I'm saying, uh, hey, <laughs> could be <laughs> good. Probably call. grew up. A good call. Good. Good. Uh, good uh, observation. Observation. Yes. By the way, I don't even know if I should play this for you. Uh, Dry Lisa said that she thinks Ronnie is would be a great lover, you know, because he talks about sex so much and stuff. So we had Ronnie get on the phone with Dry Lisa. I listened to this last night. It's fucking weird. Really? Yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie had phone sex with Dry Lisa, and <laughs> those two hit it off. But I tell you, I wanted to throw up a little bit. Ooh. You want to hear it? Yeah, of course I want to hear it. Okay. Here is a Dry Lisa and Ronnie. I mean, Ronnie considers himself a sex expert. Yes. And, and he you know, was saying that he could get her in 10 seconds. He could fix the problem. <laughs> well, that, that was, a, you yeah. know, as soon as somebody lays down the gauntlet like that, I'm like, okay, pal. <laughs> Natural juices. Ronnie seems to have a way, though. Like, it's weird. I mean, get ready to be nauseous, and yet somehow it works. <laughs> Buckle your seatbelts. So, uh, Dry Lisa completely lost her sex drive, for those of you who are not familiar with Dry Lisa. Uh, she hadn't had sex with her husband in over 300 days when she first got in touch with us. And that's when we started calling her. Dry Lisa, this is a yes. flashback. This is when Dry Lisa first called. Is your husband taking care of you sexually? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's the opposite way around. <laughs> You're taking care of him? 
No, he needs to be taken care of. He ain't getting none, none from uh, from me. Oh, the poor, the poor man. He has he has carte blanche. I told him, go ahead. You know when you go through uh, uh, menopause and all that. Right. You told him to go look I around know, somewhere I else. My, I believe me, nobody's my, looking for him either. Mojo. <laughs> she lost her mojo, and she said, "If you can find somebody you to fuck you, go ahead." Somewhere yeah. else, yeah. So that was when we first met Dry Lisa. Everybody was like, "Hey, you got to have her on the show more." Anyway, Dry Lisa told Wolfie that she thinks Ronnie knows how to please a woman, and Ronnie, of course, uh, you know, he'll take any challenge. So we gave Ronnie the impossible task to see <laughs> if he could make Dry Lisa into Wet Lisa. All right, get Dry Lisa's juices flowing, juices. That's morons. Not, not easy to do Natural over the phone. Jesus. All right, let's listen in. Let's see if Ronnie gets dry Lisa wet. Uh, and I will tell you, it wasn't easy. Lisa sounded depressed at the start of the call. Listen, listen and see if you agree. I got a question for you, okay? Sure, baby, sure. Uh, so why are you so, like, sounds so down in the dumps about sex and everything? What's that all about? I don't know. I, I, guess, uh, I guess it's just because, yeah, you know, relationship where I just feel like after you have that, like, uh, he rolls over. Right. And it's like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so no, he's... He's not doing the work, so he's just basically, uh, you know, getting himself hard and then just sticking it in, right? So, you know, things are depressing. Right, and Ronnie hit onto it right away, right? He's like a, he's like a sex psychiatrist. <laughs> so Ronnie starts talking to her. I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to play you the whole phone call. You'll be a little, it's a little overwhelming. But Ronnie describes what he would do to Lisa if they went on a date. To get her, her juices flowing. My thought would be like to uh, got my, you know, my <laughs> hand on your neck and just like rubbing your neck around by your earlobe and stuff like that. And uh, trying to, you know, get you a little turned on. That's, that's, that's turning me on. We would get home. You know, we'd wind up, eh, you know, like to wind up in bed together. And ha how do you feel about that? I, I, can, I already know you. Right. You know how, you know a woman. You would definitely arouse me and we'd definitely be having fun. I would undress you very slowly. As I'm undressing you, I would probably, um, like, nibbling on your ear and, um, you know, kissing your neck, pushing your hair back from the side of your face, biting on the side of your neck. And you would feel my breath going into your ear as I was doing that. Ooh, oh, that guy. What a man. Robin just slipped right off her chair. You should have seen it. <laughs> Doesn't take much. Can you imagine Ronnie nibbling on your ear? And blowing in it? <laughs> <laughs> Makes you nauseous, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the worst feeling. Somebody blowing in your ear. Oh, my God. Natural I remember, you know, when pussy. I was listening to this last night, I was like, <laughs> I remember, like, I think, like, in, you know, when I was in high school, I, I went with a girl. She 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 put her tongue in my ear and started to, like, blow in it. And I, I thought yeah. I was going to retch. <laughs> Ronnie does everything. I, I mean, I don't know. All right. In typical Ronnie fashion, the conversation got creepy very quickly. Here we go. 
So am I arousing you right now a little bit? At least yeah. I know I'm getting turned on just talking to you about it. I would keep massaging you till my cock would be really hard. And I hope you don't mind me talking like this, but uh, I think my cock would be really hard because I'm getting turned on now even talking about it. I would kind of like spread your ass cheeks and just stick my dick in between your ass cheeks like a hot dog bun. And I would keep massaging you. Oh. I would get down to your vagina area, and I would spread your legs open nicely, very sensual-like, and start to lick your clit very slowly. Now, do you like your clit played with? Yeah. Yeah. Does that get you off? Do you come from that? Yeah, I could get off. Are, uh, are you hot like I am right now? Seriously. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm hot. Yeah, my, my panties are wet, honey. I'm not lying. Oh, great. Oh, that's awesome. I'm runny. Wow. I didn't think he'd find any moisture in those panties. I think Natural it's juices. I think it's easier to find moisture on Mars than in Lisa's panties. But <laughs> he's got, Ronnie's she, like an explorer of the the extraordinary kind. So the session continues, and it gets hotter and heavier, and uh, Ronnie's working up to his promise to get dry Lisa wet. And now I would take my hard penis and I would put it very slowly because there would be, you know, I would be so turned on by you and what we were doing that there would be a lot of pre-cum on the tip of my cock. And what I would do is I would take it and rub the head of my cock around your clit. If I rolled over on my stomach, what would you do to me? Oh, if you rolled over, oh, you're gonna hold out on me. You wouldn't yeah, I'm gonna, wanna I'm, come. I'm in. gonna hold. I'm gonna hold out on you because that's my thing. I like to really like have like a major explosion w- with my partner. But you'd want me to get on top of you, and I'd I'd set your cock right inside me, and we'd probably we're already to that point. We're gonna explode, Ronnie. What is Ronnie in that pre-cum situation? Uh, like, I know. Pre-cum is always a part of the story. Always involved. Like, I, I got to tell you, I'm a dude. <laughs> what, you I don't, don't have any of that? <laughs> I don't have anything dripping out of my cock before. <laughs> if, if, I, if if something comes out, it's cum. I mean, it's like I came. Yeah, baby, Ronnie's sick. Something's coming out of him. Ronnie's like a woman. He's got, like, juices that are coming. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, it's always pre-cum, pre-cum, pre-cum. <laughs> I'm going to take my pre-cum. And it's like, one of the Jesus. worst terms. It's not pretty. It's not sexy. <laughs> it's it's awful. awful. Sounds like he could dribble out some pre-cum anytime he needs it. Lou <laughs> right, and up. Like he's leaky. <laughs> I mean, what is that? I, I don't know one dude that has all this pre-cum. Dave, and pre- what do you mean? Pre- it. It's cum Either or it's you're not? you're coming or you're not. It's like a wet paintbrush down there with him. <laughs> and he's gonna. Uh, is it really that hard? <laughs> but meanwhile, you're ready to throw up. Lisa was getting turned on. Listen. Well, this happens squirt? all have, the time with Ronnie. Do you squirt? Have you ever squirted? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, you have, really? It's, right. it's just, it's unbelievable. Oh, oh, oh. you. I have a very personal question. So, like I told you, I've been getting really hard talking to you about this. Uh, Have you touched yourself at all during this whole thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I'm glad. 
I'm glad. I'm glad, I'm glad I could do that for you. Oh, thank you. I, did I do that to you as well? Oh yeah, I I, I could feel. I can, believe me. <laughs> I'm getting. I was getting really hard in the pants. Believe me, and I could feel a little little wetness probably coming out. Could you touch yourself now and see if you're wet? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's life's moist, honey. <laughs> well, that's you got good. Me I'm glad. Success. Oh, my goodness. He's so proud of himself. <laughs> <laughs> my evil plan worked with my pre-com. <laughs> he even said he was wet in his pants. He's, I'm telling you, he leaks. <laughs> <laughs> he should go see a doctor, I think. Natural juices. By the way, this just in, Dry Lisa's moving to Vegas. Did you know that? <laughs> Ronnie feeling very full of himself. We, you know, we did a, you know, we gave him a challenge and he kind of met it. Yeah. <clears throat> Wolfie uh, did a follow-up. He checked in with Lisa after the phone call to find out how it went. Yeah. Just in general, what were you guys talking about? In general, we were talking about if him and I were like uh, in a relationship, how he would turn me on and how I would try and turn him on and what I would do, what he would do to me and, mm. and what I would wow. do to him. <laughs> Wait a second. Did you guys have phone sex? <laughs> we had phone sex. Did Ronnie get yeah. you off in that call? Um, <laughs> he got me, he got me there. He got me off. He, he was able to get mm. me moist. Ronnie's mission to change the world one vagina at a time. Yeah, one mm -hmm. sex phone call at a time. Yeah, and after the Ronnie call, if you do an AB, if you compare it before the call and then after the call, you hear the difference in her voice. Yes. He, Listen to this. Uh, hi. Good morning, Wolfie. Hey, how are you? I'm okay. How are you? What's new in your world? Uh, nothing much. Nothing much. Same old, same old. I just have a lot, a lot of uh, personal stuff going on. And now we go to Ron after Ronnie. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm hot. Yeah, my, my panties are wet, honey. So I'm not buying. <laughs> oh, great. Oh. I haven't I haven't had sex in so long, so they should be. They uh, at least at least I know something's working. <laughs> impressive. Ronnie is a vagina whisperer. I'm telling you. Uh, yep. The woman's happy. Ronnie gave Lisa CPR. Creepy pussy resuscitation, we call it. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite remarkable what he can do. Like nothing That's about incredible. that was sexual. To you, right? I mean, you no, didn't, uh, no, no. It's creepy no. and disgusting. <laughs> oh. Well, congratulations, Ronnie. You, you, you really, you really did a, you did a great now, job. I'm what ask can I you say? Something really personal. Have you ever squirted? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I couldn't imagine what a personal question would be like. Uh. I hope you don't mind, but have you ever squatted? <laughs> and this only encourages Ronnie, you know, like he's, he's going to be more up to more Of course, thinks, you know, I am the man. Uh, Robin and I were discussing yesterday how the judges on American Idol are not critical of the contestants and it kind of affects the show. The audience agreed with me. Howard, American Idol is for losers from middle America. Well, that's me. <laughs> Why are you watching? 
TV competitions died after you left AGT. No, I mean, I don't watch AGT anymore because I don't like Simon, but you know, it's a personal thing with me. And plus, I work there, and I know all the shtick that goes on behind the scenes. And, you know, sometimes it just, it doesn't, it's not that I had a bad time there. I just, you know, it's just like I've done that, so I'm done with it. And quite frankly, I I didn't want the show to do well after I left, and it, and it's done just fine, so. <laughs> it's upsetting to me. I wanted it to all crumble. But You're of course pretending it in your own mind it's gone. Yeah, nothing would have pleased me more if AGT <laughs> went away the season after I was on it. You know, like people would have said, fuck this. We want Stern. They didn't, they didn't blink. They didn't care. <laughs> Those little kids went right on without you. Oh, yeah. You know, instead <laughs> of sucking up to me, they sucked up to Simon. It doesn't make a difference. So... I've had it with that, but I like watching American Idol. It relaxes me. I don't know me. how you do it. Oof. I love it. I love it. I'm not going to lie. I do get annoyed. Uh, you know, like I talked about Bobby Bones. Like, I, I felt bad for him because there's nothing for him to say. And Lionel Richie doesn't want to be mean. Katie doesn't want to be mean. Luke Bryan doesn't want to be mean. None of them want to be mean. And everyone says, Howard, what's with you? It's 2021 and no one is watching American Idol. That show died along with Eric the Actor. Well, somebody must be watching it. <laughs> Howard, check with John Hine. American Idol jumped the shark a while ago. The judges are too soft on these contestants. Yeah, I, I mean, if I was on American Idol, I would be honest with the kids. And that probably wouldn't fly. Everyone would write me, you're so mean. These are young children. You shouldn't be blah, 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 breaking their dream. But I don't see anything wrong with like saying to a kid, hey, look, you know, you kind of blew it. The song you chose this week is bad. You were better last week. And quite frankly, probably uh, if I was going to predict, I think America might just say goodbye to you. I don't see the big deal in that. You got to toughen up a little bit. But if you're going to go into a competition, you know what I mean? Well, uh, I've heard that you don't get do anybody any favor by lying to them That's when right. they've been bad. Hearing Robin talk about how the American Idol contestants can't sing makes me realize how great she would be on the judging panel. How fantastic would it be to see her duet with the contestants so she could be a singing mentor? I, I would I would love that. Uh, finally, something here about Gary's mother. We were recently talking with Gary, as you know, about his mom, like we did with Wolfie today. And thank you to uh, Gary's mom for coming um, a listener had a question for Gary. God bless Gary and his mother. I was curious about her childhood and upbringing, if he could share. I know many audience members would be very interested to know how his mom grew up. Excellent content, so real and raw. I don't know the answer to that. I could have Gary come on and do that. I would guess Gary's mother was a very deprived woman. I don't know her background history, but Gary, I'm going to just do a little uh, psychoanalysis here. Uh, I'm an amateur, but I'm going to say this. I would guess your mom was uh, deprived i mean emotionally and again we have no way of knowing this but i would i would certainly guess that she hungers for attention hungers for someone to take care of her and that is the why she was so childlike and so and, and so I, I mean there's also mental illness there there's a lot going on but uh, do i ha do i have this right i think you have it right but but in a different way i think she was very narcissistic she was the youngest of seven and she was used to having everybody dote on her and do everything for her. And then when, you know, she just expected everybody in life to continue to do that for her. So I think you're kind of there. 
her expectation was that people would, she was used to having everything done for her and manipulating people into yep. getting them to do stuff. Oh, that's interesting. But she was the youngest.